Welcome back, everybody, to Six Pennies Podcast. We have an amazing treat for you guys. All three people are on, all Six Pennies. How are you guys doing, Timmy and Mutt? Not bad, not bad. What's up, guys? Are you guys hungry at all? Did you just have dinner? Uh, the kids are asleep, so party's getting I started. A, I ate a ton. I could go for a little snack, though, still. All right, let's all head over to Tasty Tales in Richardson. Oh, Tech. man. They're open late night. Um, they have amazing drink specials right now. You want to hear about them? Yes. Um, everything there is fresh, right? So it's never frozen crawfish, it's never frozen lobster. Everything is fresh. Um, they have um, a full bar. They have other stuff, Cajun stuff. Um, I always go and get the po'boys, um, and it's always delicious there, whether it's oysters, crawfish, things like that. Uh, let our audience know. If they mention Six Pennies Podcast... That's all they have to do. They get 15% off their entire bill. That's tasty in Richardson. I think they're open until midnight or 1 a.m., something like that. So let's go after this show, okay? Man, you got to make the drive up there. It's going to be a long show. <laughs> oh, wait. I thought you guys were in Dallas this weekend. I'm not. I, I don't know if I'm ever going to go to Dallas. Uh, I'll go when Timmy goes. Oh, man. All right, let's go ahead and get started. I think today we wanted to talk about documentaries. I know, Mock, you recently got into Netflix like two years ago, I guess, <laughs> seven years late. Um, I've been watching a lot of documentaries, actually just a lot of content in general. And the thing that's really been uh, viral recently is the, is the Fire documentary. I think there's one on Netflix and one on Hulu. Did you guys catch them? I only got the one on Netflix, and I know Timmy literally is minutes out of watching the Netflix one. So let's get Timmy's reactions first. I'm actually, uh, we're going through the end credits right now. I, I watched most of it a, a few days ago and just wrapped up the last 20 minutes now. Um, I haven't seen the Hulu one though. Uh, really, really interesting stuff. Mock, did you know about everything happening with Fire Festival two years ago when it was happening? I thought I knew most of it, but the documentary actually opened up my eyes quite a bit. Uh, I knew that it was a big flop of a music festival, and I remember it was, man, it was one of the most hilarious days on Twitter. That's all I remember. Uh, there were just memes going all around. Uh, that picture of the sandwich, like the cheese sandwich, that when they paid like, I don't know, five grand, seven grand to go to this music festival and on this private island, supposedly, and they were promised, uh, you know, yacht parties and hang out with celebrities and uh just partying and really good food and then someone snapped a photo of the actual sandwich that they got there's like not even any protein in there it's like a cheese sandwich non-toasted protein <laughs> oh i guess cheese is protein it's just really sad it's <laughs> but it was really funny because i mean it, no one feels sorry for rich kids right so it's yeah just, it just laughs all over the place so yeah my, my wife I haven't seen the documentary, but Timmy, I want you to speak on like what you didn't know about it. So I, I knew it was like Ja Rule, I think, right? Ja Rule was the one who kind of promoted it with a guy named McFarlane. And then yeah, he got Billy McFarlane, yeah. All these like influencers. I mean, it is the IG age. So he got like Kendall Jenner. I remember he got Bella and all these other like superstars um, on social media. But outside of, and I know it was a flop, like Mox said, it wasn't um glamorous or anything like that even even like just getting there right was like a pain but outside of that like what am i missing why is it such a big documentary right now well i was just watching it and i was just thinking like um do you guys know if this guy has any relation to seth mcfarland because he 
He looked a little familiar. He kind of reminds me of him, but I don't yeah. think there's any relation. Uh, okay. <laughs> that would be incredible if if he was, but yeah. um, so honestly, I I barely knew anything about Fire Festival besides what I've been seeing uh, in the news lately about the two documentaries. It's funny because we were watching and Sharon was like, um, "Oh yeah, I remember seeing like some of the promotions for this. I thought it'd be really cool if we went." I was like, "Wow, I'm so <laughs> glad that that didn't happen." Um, but Wait, yeah, I, she was interested. Oh yeah, I mean, if you saw the promotions of it, like like the the ads they had with all the models, the the cool orange, blank orange uh, IG screenshots that they took just promoting it. I mean, I think they did a, a great job in, in terms of the social media. It was just all all false advertising. The hype the hype and the marketing was like second to none. They had all the top supermodels, all the really top influencers, and had a really crazy marketing company that made this amazing video of what it, yeah. you know, kind of dreamed up of what it could be like for the average guy. Or average guy who could afford to spend, I guess, seven thousand dollars to go to a music festival, but it just completely fell through. They waited yeah. too long and and couldn't get it done. Yeah, and then just more background, even even earlier on, um, the guy that started at Billy and um, and Job ja Rule, the the idea for Fire is to create a app that would help with booking celebrity um, musical uh, acts. So you could uh, have an easier way to to book like the biggest acts without having to figure out how to how to get the celebrities. And I, I think it's actually a really good idea and uh, probably a good platform that they were building on the back end. But this festival that they created was to create the hype. And and Maki love hype, so you're probably really into this. <laughs> I just thought it was really funny. That's the part I didn't know though. I didn't know there was oh. a separate app involved and that yeah. this festival was kind of supposed to be launching that, uh, but. Somewhere along the way, this festival just took on a life of its own and took center stage. And obviously, with you know the end result of the fire festival flopping, like the app just disappeared. It, it fell off. Everyone lost their jobs. So pretty sad on that front. It's pretty amazing, like how how big of a flop it was, and just how it continued to spiral. Um, like there were like I don't know dozens, hundreds of times within the documentary where they're it just seemed like it was so obvious to everybody involved there that, hey, we just need to, like, stop. Like, the, this is not going to work. We're running out of time. They had to move to a different island. They had to build, like, housing from scratch. And they, they used, like, leftover <laughs> tents from, like, hurricane tents, yeah. evacuees. Um, they lost, like, their catering company, like, with a couple weeks left. And there's, like, people that are experienced that are helping with this. There's also, like, Ja Rule, who's, like, you know he's 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 a um Famous. he's a mogul right yeah i mean he 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 knows something about business but like this guy billy mcfarland who is running the show just kept pushing kept pushing and he must be some sort of an amazing salesman they said that in the, <laughs> in the documentary i it, you couldn't tell like from seeing the documentary there's not that much of him obviously cuz he's not like talking to the camera but um, he didn't seem like the most persuasive guy from what I was seeing. It's like I wonder why all these people were believing him. So I'm on I'm on his uh, Wikipedia page, Billy McFarlane. A uh, couple points. One thing that was really funny is so his name is Billy McFarlane, and then in parentheses it says fraudster, but <laughs> it's redirected from Billy McFarlane in parentheses entrepreneur. <laughs> nice. <laughs> cool. Um, there's no mention of Seth MacFarlane. Sorry, Timmy. So a little background about him. He's from New Jersey. 
parents are in real estate. At 13, he founded an outsourcing startup company that matched clients with web designers. So it's, it seems like he has always had that entrepreneur spirit. Um, but obviously, as you guys know, um, he's currently in prison. Yeah, and he had a, I mean, prior prior to fire, he uh, had a company that was really just focused on like the, the elite NYC um, kind of young millennials that wanted uh, exclusivity in terms of um, having like a, a credit card that oh, was yeah. like black right. and steel and it just you could put it on a table people were like whoa what is that kind of like the sapphire reserve card and all the metal cards that are out there now but that one you know had access to different um exclusive events within new york and was actually pretty successful i think they got a lot of young and uh wealthy kids to to spend their money on those cards that's pretty he knows his market man yeah, yeah right now he's 27 28 years old that's that, it yeah that company that you talked about so it it is. Yeah, it's cool. called Magnesis. It's about the black card for millennials. He started that in 2013, six years ago. So he was like 21 years old. It's impressive. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, the the other thing that I was just watching just now is after the fire festival, after the lawsuits, like he started doing it again with a, you know, a different idea, using targeting that same demographic and. You know, those people are giving him money. It's like kind of like Mark said, <laughs> I don't feel that sorry for, you know, this these rich kids they're just giving money away. Like all the people on the documentary saying that they're getting scammed and like filing lawsuits and, and watching them while they're going to the festival. It was it was just hilarious to watch the, the huge fail and them losing Seriously. all their money. I mean, they didn't just get scammed once. They get scammed multiple multiple times for the same event. So for Fire Festival you know, they kept realizing that they needed more money. Uh, so Billy would get, you know, these people to cold call or, or email all the uh, participants and say, hey, we want you to preload these yeah. bracelets with, with all this money. And just like that, they got another couple hundred thousand dollars. Uh, and they got, it, it, it's amazing. Like they, they didn't like, I don't know, along the way, they got like no details for the event. They weren't told like, I don't know what time you have to be there or at, anything to to show them you know what needs to be done um prior it was, to the event. It was just that hype video <laughs> it was just a hype video and that's it and then like you know a little bit before the event they took down the pages that the photos that show what the housing looked like because obviously it was not going to look like that and then people still just went like why wouldn't you just not go or something and or find a way to get a refund i i don't know i would be super hesitant if i paid a lot of money to go somewhere all communication stops. I don't know anything about the event, when I'm supposed to go, how to book tickets, and then why would I still just go to that thing? <laughs> Weren't they like all stuck too? But once they yeah. the island, they couldn't they couldn't get off. It's, <laughs> it's pretty incredible. They lost. Uh, so just um just to make sure, so these like influencers, all they did was like post on their social media accounts, but they were not there themselves, right? They, they were there for they the did go filming. The hype video filming, and oh, that's, that's for that. Yeah. No, 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 no. So the social influencers, well, so not the ones you mentioned. Oh, I'm just talking about the supermodels. Yeah, so not the super superstars, but like just regular social influencers, like several hundred of them who are just posting on their accounts, like about the fire festival. They were all promised a luxury villa at the event, and you know access to get there on a on a fancy plane, for just posting one Instagram photo and and they all went and and half you know the ones that got there and experienced how terrible it was couldn't leave like 
I was like, you're stupid. Like, why would you think that you could post one Instagram photo and you'll get to go somewhere for free and have a luxury villa? Like, if it's too good to be, if it sounds like it's too good to be true, it is. Well, that top tier influencers, they do get that though. I mean, how much? How much do you think they get for one post? Well, I'm talking about the top tier. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, like, so like someone like Kendall Jenner, it's not really the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, not not Kendall Jenner. I mean, somebody who's not famous, but they have like they are an influencer. Yeah. Yes. Then I agree with you. Then they don't have as much. Yeah, yeah. As, as much clout. But if we're yeah, talking. Kendall. No, I'm not. No, I'm not talking about like celebrities. These are people who are non-celebrities, but they have accounts that are considered influencers because they have many followers. So yeah. maybe they post some good content. Maybe they're like kind of famous on Instagram, but they're not like actual celebrities. And it's so crazy how um, like dense those influencers in in the big cities. Like if you go to New York, I bet there are thousands and thousands of people with more than like ten thousand followers. Yeah. But if you're here if you're in like san antonio or something in texas they might there might be only like a hundred yeah it's digs on san antonio (laughs) it's it's so crazy because uh you know i i like to follow instagram a lot and so and a a lot of my friends are quote unquote uh you know like striving to become influencers or already are influencers and that world is nuts because um, just like selling accounts, let's say you get a hundred thousand followers as a, a yoga instructor and you could just sell your account for like a hundred thousand bucks. Like it's crazy. Mark, uh, have you heard of Instagram? Uh, that I have not joined up on. <laughs> Sorry guys. <It's> incredible. <laughs> Man. Anything <laughs> else you want to talk about fire? Like any other shocking news, anything that you learned from the documentary? Cause I haven't seen it obviously. I think I just want to see the Hulu one, see how different it is, see if it, there's any other information that's missed from it. Or, I mean, I don't know if I actually will since I already watched a full documentary on fire, but I'd be interested to at least find out what the differences are. Mark, what other documentaries have you seen recently? Just on Netflix, I've been looking at kind of true crime a lot. Oh, nice. Yeah, so back in the day, I guess this was a couple years ago, you got me on Making a Murderer. Oh, did you watch um, season two? I haven't seen it yet. No, I have not seen season two, but yeah. season one was good. And then The Stairway, I just watched that probably Ooh. a couple weeks ago. What's that? Um, uh, true crime, talking about this author, uh, this writer who was accused of murdering his wife. And I mean, it feels a lot like making a murderer in terms oh, of okay. how, yeah, I just felt very like cheated by the justice system at the end of the show. So I'm, I guess I'm trying to figure out like what I'm really looking for for a documentary. Like what, what makes you guys actually click on something and start watching it? For me, it's really um, recommendations. So I, I'll bring up Banking on Bitcoin. I think it's an older documentary. It's like three or four years old. But um, our friend Josh Mogg talked about it. And this was like, um, I guess, latter half of 2017 when Bitcoin was like almost $20,000. And so I started watching it and it's just really interesting because the whole premise of that documentary is about how no one knows who created it. Like there's this, Uh, there's the origins and like how they talk about how it became popular, you know, like via black market and drug market and things like that. But no one knows the exact creator of it. And so there's all these like fake, I forgot the name of 
of the creator or the name of the, the person they call the creator. But I don't know. I thought it was very interesting. And I mean, I still think about it to this day. I, yeah, I completely agree. I think it's definitely recommendations. Like if I think of the true crime stuff, a lot of it started from serial podcasts and like yeah. similar podcasts where I, I've heard of other people talking about there's one called Dirty John that's becoming a or has become a show as well that has um has Mrs. Coach from Friday Night Lights in it. Yeah, and then like like you mentioned Making a Murderer and um The Jinx was a really interesting one. So that cruise true that. crime stuff. The Jinx is about a like a another like murderer um who is who has not been caught, like a, a rich guy who potentially is a murderer. Uh really good one. Um and then the other ones that I was thinking of were um I mean, the sports documentary, starting with 30 for 30, probably 30 is, for 30, is where, yeah, true. yeah I, I feel like that's that kind of started it. Anytime there's something that I remembered a little bit of and wanted to hear more about, that's that's where I got interested. And then some of the food documentary, too, is like, like Jiro. Jiro Dreams for, yeah, Jiro, Jiro yeah. Dreams of Sushi and the uh, the Psalm documentary. Those are really cool, too. Super Size Me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. What was what was the last 30 for 30 you guys watched? Because for me personally, I haven't seen one in a couple of years. Deion Sanders just came out, right? And I haven't seen it yet, but I need to. Yeah, I've actually came. I've actually listened to some of the 30 for 30 podcasts. Oh. They're like kind of shorter ones that are pretty interesting. Like there's one on Jose Canseco that was pretty good. Dang, you're um, into baseball? I'm all about baseball, <laughs> y'all. All about baseball. I think the last one I saw might have been Shaq and Penny. Yeah, I think so too. So there was that there was that like six part basketball one about like the Lakers and the Celtics. I, I really think I saw that. I really wanted to watch it, but I just I just couldn't like commit ten hours of my life to it. So I, I think I caught a little bit of it live, but it was just way too much Celtics love. Like <laughs> yeah, it, I couldn't do it. I like that OJ thirty for thirty. Six yeah. six parts as well. Awesome. So there's one that I I very very highly recommend for anybody who is into music, especially hip hop. This is actually not from Netflix. This is actually an HBO one, but the Defiant Ones. And this is about Jimmy Levine and Dr. Dre and how they created just that whole West Coast vibe. And then it really follows Dr. Dre's career. Uh, okay. All, yeah, all the way from nice. NWA to now like the co-founder of Beats and things like that, but it's HBO, so you can already know like the the production and how it's shot is amazing. Um, and I think it might have won maybe an Oscar or maybe it was nominated, but uh, very highly recommended. The Defiant Ones. Okay. No, I'm gonna write all these down because the reason I ask, basically, I'm I'm getting kind of tired of watching the like true crime. <laughs> like it's interesting, but it just gets me really mad afterwards and. And I don't like that feeling. <laughs> like after I watched that documentary, I just feel like, man, there's so much just messed up with the juries and this court system and everything like that. And yeah. then same same thing with like you know all the other like the Blackfish documentary and the Cove stuff like that. It just gets me really angry. So I think I need something else that doesn't leave that lasting feeling. I mean, I I feel like the one you need to watch that I haven't seen is uh, the Mr. Rogers documentary. Won't you yes, neighbor? yeah, that's on my list for sure. I really want to watch that. I'll be <laughs> your you would love it. I hear that there's lots of crying involved if you watch it. That's sick. So, Mark, the the true crime one. So I I do remember getting in getting you into making a murderer. Did I get you into the serial podcast as well? 
pretty uh, sure I got you into serial Albie. Yeah, one of you guys. But are are all the documentaries you've seen, or most of them, just like like he really didn't do it? Is it all very similar to making? Well, it's it's them? it's all controversial though, right? Because I like every documentary that I've seen, I feel like he didn't do it. But then that's not, not the jinx. what the public opinion kind of is. I haven't seen the Jinx, but I mean, what do you think the about jinx, all the this? Jinx. So making a murderer, the, do you guys think he did it? I for I, sure think he did it. I think he definitely was involved. Same with Serial. I think I think Adnan was involved. Serial, one hundred percent, he did yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, really? No, 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 no. I I think Serial for sure he did not. What? what? Because he's articulate and well spoken. So no, man, it's it's that friend. Uh, what's his name? The one that lied, or the one that kind of ex-boyfriend got snitched on him. Yeah, it's both of them. It's both of them. Yeah, they they were all involved. No, he was. Anand was just high the whole time, man. He just doesn't remember. What? You don't lose your memory when you're high. This is a little. This is a little off tangent, but you guys remember when he was like so adamant about if you just time the drive during yeah, that, and, and then they did it. If you yeah, if you add the the school zones, if you add the red lights and all that kind of stuff, and he was like, "There's no way. It's impossible." And <laughs> Sarah, Sarah did it. Like, she like did immediately, it. they did it right the first try or something. The reaction was like, oh, oh, really? And that was it. <laughs> like, like he, that was his trump card, and then it, it, it was false. It was proven inaccurate. So, I don't know. I feel like he did it. And, um, but I, tr- I think I told you guys this, but on Twitter, I created, like, the real Adnan Saeed account. I, what? Yeah, the, the serial podcast was like, getting really popular, so then I created that. And I tried to get it viral. I got it tried up to, to become an influencer. Yeah, I got up to like maybe a hundred followers in that first two days. But then after that, it's just too much work to keep up, man. <laughs> Could have been a hundred K. So you tweeted like you were tweeting from prison? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, if you re-listen to episode two, blah, 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 this is what really happened. <laughs> wow. Do they get, does he get internet access? Like, did you explain that? It's everything. <laughs> another movie that, uh, or another documentary I really like, um, and it's, I don't know, maybe for you guys it's on the boring side, but I really actually enjoy those nature documentaries. So the most recent one is Planet Earth 2. Okay. Yeah, I guess that counts as, yeah, that's a documentary. I mean, sure. I watched the first set of Planet Earth, but that was mostly when I, I mean, that was a long time ago. That was when I first got a, I don't know, 40 inch less than 40 inch tv you know so i just need to watch like really good content on here but, but planet earth 2 is like a game changer dude because it's like the age of um what are those things that you can fly around now with drones you know? drones yeah it's the age of drones so you're getting all these angles and shots that you never got before and it's also 4k it's amazing is that the one with the lizards that born yes. on that beach with all the snakes okay yes, yes. Yeah, that one's good. That one's really good. Where where do you watch Planet Earth? It's too? on it's on Netflix now. Before, okay. it, but I think they just put it on in 2019. I feel like it's something I could just like turn on and just have in the background. I don't know if I'd really be into it though. It's it's split into like four or five parts. So like one really part long. Yeah. One part is cities. One part is yeah. Same as the first one. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm, it's yeah, it's interesting. I just I, I don't know if I can do that nowadays. I'll probably just fall asleep. One that. I think the last one that I watched 
in theaters was Three Identical Strangers. What's Have you guys that? heard of this? No. Uh, so I was in Austin. This was, I guess, sometime last year with, with Titus. And we went to Alamo Draft House and watched Three Identical Strangers. Essentially, this kid, he goes to college for the first time. And then everyone there already recognizes him. And then, but they're calling him by a different name. And he's like, what's going on? Turns out he has a twin that he didn't know about. Uh, so he's adopted. The other kid's adopted too. So then they meet up and then, and then they become like this national phenomenon on talk shows and all this. And then someone calls into uh, the talk show and is like, hey, I, I look like that too. So what? apparently, <laughs> yeah, they're triplets separated at birth that none of them knew about their parents didn't even know and then talks about them kind of coming together when they're like 18 and they end up like living together next year but but they're essentially strangers you know uh but at the end of the day it was all like this crazy unethical science experiment Uh so they separated at birth on purpose and then sent people to the house to like check up on them and like take notes so their entire lives were kind of under the microscope and they're wow. trying to figure out yeah it was crazy it's uh well, you should not have told me that part i would have been in- more interested in watching it it's, oh, oh it's similar okay. to the how twisted old boy is oh yeah 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 except this is this is real life or i hope old boy is not real life did you guys watch the old boy american version or the Korean. Original. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. Okay. Yeah, so that, that movie was creepy. Hey uh, guys, let's talk about our amazing giveaway we have going on right now. Oh man, what is it? First of all, let's give props to Farmers Insurance sponsoring the episode, but also they are the ones that are sponsoring our giveaway. We are doing a Ring Doorbell Two giveaway. Oh, nice. Held at two hundred dollars. So. Uh, Dang. Y'all wanted us to make sure, you know, we we are safe inside our homes. Not only safe every day, but also insured, if you will. So if you give him a call, 214-729-6462, he'll give you a free home life and auto insurance quote today. So again, we are giving away the Ring Doorbell this week, Ring Doorbell 2. And I did want to ask a question. And if you guys, you know, comment with your answer, you're going to get 10 Raffle tickets. Dang. So the question is, what is your favorite sandwich spread? <laughs> I thought it was going to be, what is your favorite documentary? <laughs> so, so all, all you have to answer is mayonnaise, mustard. Pat- Be specific. What kind of mayonnaise? What kind of mustard? Oh. Yes, yes. So that's all you have to do, and you'll get 10 raffle tickets. I wouldn't say why you're doing it in the comments, because then you're going to tip off people who hadn't listened to the episode. Oh, pro These tips. All for the people who listen to our episode, they are going to get 10 free bonus raffle tickets if they give us their favorite sandwich spreads. Nice. Hey, Mark, what's your favorite? <laughs> Dijon mustard. What, uh, are you being specific? Is it, uh, is it the, the, the best one? Yeah, Grey Poupon, man. Of course. <laughs> Only Grey Poupon. <laughs> Come on, man. You Only eat, the best. You eat your sandwich with your pinkies up? It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way. The Grey Poupon is amazing. It's it's expensive, but it's worth it. I'm actually not a mustard guy myself. 
Wait, what are you, what do you eat then? I mean, this is specifically sandwiches, right? But I put this on my burger too. Well, I mean, burger feels I feel like is different though, because I think I think ketchup is pretty important for a burger. Uh, no, I don't like ketchup on burger. Huh? Ketchup only on fries, man. You don't no ketchup on your burger? Hey, what, no. do you, what do you, do you guys for? What do you guys use for chick like fried chicken? Chicken tenders. Do you guys do chicken ketchup? tenders? Uh, Not really. Me neither, man. Only ketchup uh, if it's like the last I'll, resort. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll do a little, like maybe like six bites of whatever else it is, like the, I don't know what, uh, Chick Fil A sauce or whatever else the the place serves, and then maybe a ketchup in between just to change things up. You just name my favorite spread. Chick Fil A sauce. Yes. It's so good. I I've never I I don't use it like on a sandwich though normally. I I bring it home and use it on sandwiches. Maybe I need to start doing that. I love Chick-fil-A sauce. I, I was thinking that, but I, was, I, I never put it on a sandwich. On, on sandwiches, I... Chicken I mean, sandwich? I, well, yeah, on the chicken sandwich. I, I, I'm thinking of like a homemade, like a turkey and cheese kind of sandwich. I always just put like avocado on there. Does that Ooh. count? Jeez. Yeah. So Californian. Yeah, man. Wait, uh, Albert, do you put ketchup on your burgers? Uh, yes. So I, I put ketchup inside Jeez. and then I also dip. Dip? Burger. Wow! What? I'm even a ketchup fan, to be honest. Like yeah, I don't. That's weird, man. I don't need ketchup for fried chicken. Um, it's really just the burgers. Are, I think are these hot dogs? Are we talking about like good burger, like you know, medium no. rare burgers? No, good burger, you don't need any. You don't need any anything. Okay, so you're talking about like I don't know McDonald's burgers. Yes. That come with yeah, or like, already. or let's say you just went and grilled a burger, like you had a. A barbecue and you're just grilling burgers. Oh put yeah, some ketchup on there. Ketchup yeah, give and me mustard. some Dijon, Dijon and mayo. Really, I'll go yellow mustard and, and and ketchup. Yellow mustard is specifically for hot dogs, man. Yellow mustard is like yeah, deli mustard. That that's definitely yeah. for, for hot dogs. I'll do some mayonnaise on there too. Mayonnaise is is up there for me for sandwiches. Gross, man. Yeah, mayonnaise, mayonnaise is is delicious, but so bad for you and so gross. So I I I, I don't normally do it, but it tastes so great. You know the uh, the Vietnamese mayonnaise. They use mayonnaise. Lard. L- lard, mayonnaise, and pate. That's the. Combo. Oh man, that might be the winner. That's so That's good. good. Yeah, that is really good. But you gotta what eat it fresh though. You can't wait like more what than is... eight minutes. Yeah, it gets really bad if it if it soaks in there. What is this podcast about? <laughs> Sandwich spreads, man. Sandwich spreads. Why don't we do a whole separate one? You listen to it. You get ten free raffle tickets, guys. I'm going to enter this. I want to win this ring doorbell, too. Man. Yeah, I actually need one, too. I have the ring alarm system, but I don't have a doorbell, so. $200 retail. All right. Uh, it is, I think it is 4K video, too. Really. Thanks, Deja. Thank you, Farmers Insurance. Uh, we do have a couple of other announcements. We have a new sponsor signed up. He is uh, working on giving us, you know, their their ads and their readings and things like that. So be on the lookout for that, too, guys. Um, as well, go to our Facebook. This is where you're going to get all the information regarding our giveaway. So if you ha- you must like our Facebook page to be entered in the giveaway, but you'll get all the rules and eligibility requirements on our Facebook page. We do have a Twitter account as well, Six Pennies Pod. Um, follow us there. Check out our latest um, tweets and comments. And then we're on iTunes. So if you have any time, please give us a, uh, a comment, a review on iTunes. Five stars, please. And uh, I believe that is the end of the podcast, guys. Anything else? Nope, that's all. Going to go watch some more documentaries. Going to go eat some great poupon. Bye.